Watching, listen, I apologize. We apologize. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Four months can just pass. Damn, cool. It seemed like it, right? November, yeah. December, five. Shit. <laughs> damn, damn. Hey, that will never happen again. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if you know what's in my bag. You've already come to know our standard for consistency. Listen, man, as you can see, we are back. We are back trying to figure things out, is what I will say. We are back trying to figure things out. New spaces. Um, honestly, I think that this is going to push Blastic forward in a different direction. Mm-hmm. I think Blastic is going to be on some different type shit, man. Because I, I, the vision that I have for this, I keep saying I can't wait to film this in a theater. <laughs> oh, that's good. Maybe like when, when we get to set it up how we really want to set this thing up as a content piece... Blastic is gonna be is gonna be insane, but for now, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? We're trying to figure this shit out. Yeah. And we want y'all to enjoy the content that we put out as you guys have been doing. I promise you, Blastic does great numbers still. And I'm like, wow, we haven't dropped. <laughs> no, I mean because I, I not to be, not to leave it too long, but you know, I think what's in my bag, you know, studios in general, everything you guys do, the podcast, I think and all everything that you do. Uh, it does pretty well. So you keep the people in, in, you know, you keep the people's eyes on you. It's just that sometimes we kind of do this sparingly, but you know. Yeah, man, life, life. Yeah. life. I used to, I used to clown y'all niggas when y'all used to say, oh, life. Yeah. But I get it. I get it, man. <laughs> it happens, man. It happens, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Listen, man, we're not, we not going to belabor the point any no, no, longer. No, no. We are doing a Blastic like none other. I would say it's definitely in my top five Blastics of all time. Mm-hmm. Boomerang. Boomerang. Oh, my God. Yes, Listen, sir. first thing I'm going to say is I love this movie because... I think it's certain movies that really just show you how much of an actor you are. We look at, I think up until that point, what, 92, we always mm-hmm. looked at Eddie Murphy as the funny guy. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But he Which literally he still is. Still is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I remember seeing this movie, and I was very late seeing this movie. I think I seen this movie when I was about, shit, 
maybe like oh oh two oh something. It was very late. I'm a, I'm a young kid. You know what I'm saying? That still might be. That still. And I was be, still too young to be one. That still might be early, earlier than me though. To be honest. Really? Probably. Wow. Maybe. I just don't know the age. Man. Going back to the point, I think what sold it for me is that even as a kid, I'm used to seeing the professor, all of these different funny roles, and he came on, which is some shit he did in the past, as a cool-ass dude. Mm-hmm. He was the epitome of cool. Like, not even gonna cap, I would probably look up, when I was, like, when I was young, I was like, I wanna dress like that when I get older. All of that shit is out of style now, but it's, it's boy. But yeah, I was like, version I, I want to dress like yeah. that. Like, I, I want to look like that. Like, I want to be Mac Daddy. Like, I want to be smooth like mm-hmm. that. When I was a kid, I always wanted to be smooth. You still can. You just can't do the shoulders. The shoulders just can't be that big. That's all it is. The shoulders was nuts. He was walking around That's like it. vampires. Yeah, but, um, yeah. And I, I think Eddie did that purposely. You know, I look at some of the production, production mm-hmm. notes. He purposely did that. He wanted to set himself different from all the other things that you saw, Beverly yeah. Hills Cop, and all the other movies that came before mm-hmm. that. Trading Places, he did that purposely. That whole style situation. Yeah, man. Uh, what? I ain't gonna forget that movie. 1992 is when this movie came out. Yeah, 1992. Three years before me. Yeah. Listen, dog. This movie is just like I keep saying. It's the epitome of cool. In my opinion, it's just certain movies that kind of teach you about relationships. A lot of them we've already reviewed. We reviewed our, the first ever one, Love Jones. We've done Brown Sugar. And I ain't gonna lie, bro. Boomerang is one of them ones that teach mm-hmm. you about relationships, man. Yeah. In such a dope right. way. And to not to add, I love that this was one of those movies that they wanted to make sure they captured black people in the best light. All of them had great jobs. Nobody's trying to make ends meet. Everybody's at the top of their game doing different things. You had people running marketing agencies and ad companies and stuff like that. Like different minds of think, just different ways of thinking outside of a regular factory job or something. You know what I'm saying? And you, and you had Chris Rock in the mailroom. But yeah, it's, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. But he was in that big but ass he was corporate in building. building. He could have worked up. That's a corporate mailman. He might own the bitch now. But um, yeah. I, I agree with you. I put, uh, to me, Boomerang is the number one romantic comedy. I put it right next to, even though uh, Love Jones is not a romantic comedy, it's just a romance. Uh, mm. I put it right there neck and neck. It is the number one romantic comedy yeah. for me. Um, and it's, it's dope that you mentioned that he that they were trying to do something different than what you had seen before. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing about that, uh, with ninety two, you coming right. right off of like Boys in the Hood, or right, just right, right, having us in a, a crazy light. No disrespect to John. No, 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 no. We, we love we love those movies sure. and everything. And the funny thing about that is during that time when you had the reviews and things of that nature, people pointed that out, but not like positively. Like there was white people saying like. Like they 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 liked the movie, but they just felt it was like unrealistic, and that was the thing about it. And Eddie Murphy got mm. on one of the late night shows saying like, "How is it that you feel like this is unrealistic, and all this other shit that you've seen is realistic? I did this purposely." That's to such do fancy that. jargon for how can he, how right. can y'all make a, a movie with niggas being successful? Right, and then that's that's how he felt. And Crazy. like, yeah, yeah. I mean, we can go on and on and on, <laughs> but I feel I feel you, and I, I'm not sure when I saw the movie. But the movie is something I had always kind of seen. Mm-hmm. I've known of. I can I can kind of I can remember seeing like maybe the cassette tape or like the actual CD that 
that my mom owned back in the day, which we'll talk about later. I was trying to find it, but yeah. couldn't find it. I'm sure I got it somewhere around. But we'll get into it because we're getting ready to get into the black facts anyway. Let's go ahead and get into the blah, 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 black facts. All right. So as you said, the movies, the I movie like was, that. Re- I'm gonna, yeah. keep that going. <laughs> as you said, the movie was, was ah. as you said, the movie was released July 1st, 1992. Uh, it made $131 million on a $42 million budget, which was excellent. Sounds like it we was won. was pretty good. No, you, we definitely <laughs> did. Um, I believe that the movie itself, uh, let's see, the movie, eh, what, was it, what was it? I think it was like number 13 of all movies that was released. What like highest grossing movies of that year? Okay. So that's pretty good wow. based on what the movie yeah, was. No, sure. no, no. It um it was great. So the movie stars Eddie Murphy, Robin Givens, Halle Berry, David Allen Greer, Dag, Martin Lu- Martin Lawrence, Grace Jones, Jeffrey Holder, Holder, and Eartha Kitt with the cameo appearance by Chris Rock. So it was a great movie. Um, yeah, man. Star-studded cast, man. Just, really just that community of black excellence that always kind of stuck together at that time. You got people that's just recurring. <laughs> Tisha Campbell was in Tisha this. Campbell. Like you, and you got her and Martin. Lila and Rochon, you got, you got David Allen Greer. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just John a, it's a family. Like, John yeah. Witherspoon. Like, it's all a community, man. Right, right, right. So the, um, the film garnered nominations at the, BM, uh, the BMI Film and Television Awards and the oh. MTV Awards. So nice. they, it got awards. The uh, soundtrack album, you know, peaked number four on the U.S. Billboard 200 charts, reached the top spot on the top R&B hip hop, of course. It was certified gold by the Recording Industry Association of America and eventually reached triple platinum status by April 1995. Crazy. And the album itself marked the, uh, you know, it marked a big like breakout single for Tony Braxton. She didn't have um, an actual solo album until like maybe like a few years later. Mm-hmm. Which uh, Love should have brought you home last night. So I mean uh, I know y'all know that song. Oh man. And so that's really dope. Listen, this is listen, he said the shit went triple platinum. This is when soundtracks mm-hmm. were looked at like albums. They were crafted like albums. I will say I do think we're kind of getting back to that, which is good to see Hollywood do. Mm-hmm. But man. That was a great time. The 90s soundtracks? Oh my God. Every movie. That's why we talk about them. Mm-hmm. Also, Boomerang is noteworthy for being unique as it was the most expensive movie with the all-black cast and production crew for the mm. time. So, I mean, oh, that's, that, that's, that's a big deal. Hey, bro, Eddie Murphy ain't cheap. He gonna no, spend that no bread. Means, he gonna spend the money, but because he, he's smart. He know that for a real businessman, you spend that money to get it right back. Right. Eddie Murphy's always had no, that mindset. Eddie, this was around the time that actually, uh, I write a whole bunch of stuff on my other job about Eddie Murphy. At this time, he actually had a um, he actually had a deal. He was like 21 years old and he signed a deal with Paramount to do mm-hmm. like three or four movies. This was around the time. This, Boomerang. Mm. Uh, this was, what else was this? Coming to America. Oh, man. And uh, it was The Vampire in Brooklyn. So this was one of those, part of that deal. That's so, another yeah, one. That was part of that deal. So yeah, yeah. We can get into the movie, I guess. The Black Facts is good, man. Let's mm-hmm. go ahead and get into this breakdown of the film. So we already know Eddie Murphy is playing the infamous Marcus, Marcus Graham. Graham. He is yep. a ladies' man. You know what I'm saying? He can have his way with the ladies. He know how to talk to them, know how to wine them and dine them. Mm-hmm. Man, and that's just what it is. He's a successful ad executive in New York City. Right. Um, shit. I think that we saw firsthand the game that my boy had. Uh, 
What is her name, man? I, I like to call her the nice Robin Givens, and that's so disrespectful because they look alike. They look so Layla, alike. Layla Rochon. Layla, Layla Rochon. She she was uh, Sean Wayne's uh, girlfriend sometimes on the Wayne's Brothers. I love her too, Layla Rochon. She actually does kind of look just like her. It's to be so honest. crazy, and y'all put them both in the movie. Just fuck it's, up my it, head. You, yeah, I'm telling you. If you didn't <laughs> but, know these people, you wouldn't even know who's the difference. But yeah. yeah, but man, they just start off by showing us a scene with him getting getting her and with some shit with a damn dog. That Lying like have. a motherfucker. Just lying his ass off. You have off. to point that out. Lying like a motherfucker, to be honest. <laughs> I'm not down in it, because I've lied, but yeah, lying like a motherfucker. And we see his game, and Marcus mm -hmm. is a very funny guy. I think that in certain things in life that kind of uh, go to the person that I am now, I think he's the reason I'm a footman. I can see that. I can, you know, when I would see these scenes, I'm like, I've been hey. open to this. And it's funny because the director actually, this was based on, this joke was based around like when the director, one of the right, it was actually the writer. The writer had this whole thing about women's back teeth. So if he saw that the women's back teeth was missing or something, then he wouldn't fuck with them. So this is kind of oh. that roundabout way that he, when he wrote that. So that's very interesting that you brought that up. That's this hilarious. is insane, man. Yeah. So we automatically know my boy's a ladies' man. He can get him mm -hmm. how he gets them. Until right. you meet that one. He meets this new one by interesting situation. So there's a new merger going on with his company. And that brings a new energy, a new lady, mm -hmm. into Marcus's life. And he just, he went once he saw her literally going up to the same building as he's going to, he just could not stop himself. He had to approach her. He saw her. She fine as wine yeah. and divine. I gotta pull up on you one time. He's, man, he's flexing. He's talking about how he's gonna get this big promotion and this. He talking big shit, not realizing it was her promotion. Right. It was big shit. She's like, oh yeah. She yeah, said, you yeah. working for me, buddy. Right. This is like, oh yeah. This is definitely oh, what God. niggas do. This is, yeah. This is definitely what we do. And her name is Jacqueline in the movie. So yeah. For sure. For sure. Jacqueline. She's um, beautiful too. Gorgeous. Man, so basically with this new merger, uh, you bring a new energy because the name of the company is Lady Eloise. Right. Lady Eloise is bringing a new product, so you're bringing a new person in, and her name is Strange. Strange, yes, played by Grace Jones. Spelled strange. Right. I, yeah, and Grace <laughs> Very Jones smart. Is, is wonderful in this movie. And, yes. And, and, and oh it's, it's so God. funny because, like I said, I was reading production notes. There was like a lot of the things she that she wore, she actually created because everybody, she's like a style icon nice. at that time and a lot of times she would ad-lib certain things and certain people like Halle Berry when we get to mm -hmm. like their reactions to the certain things she said and did it was like wow I like definitely, it definitely. I like it man and another thing I would like to say about uh, uh about uh Jacqueline uh, Robin Gibbons when she was cast for the part originally producers were hesitant because during that time she had like a um uh, she was kind of being. A, was that around the time? Right, yeah. around that time. So the people, a lot of people were kind of consider her a gold digger. Not even that, but kind of consider her a gold digger. Sorry. So they were kind of not touching that time, but I'm okay. glad they decided mm. to go with that. So yeah, so we got Strange, she comes into the mix. And you know. Strange comes into the mix, and now you got a new product to sell. And we kind of see that. <sighs> Man, Marcus just be getting around, though. He does. I mean, One of the funniest around. things, man. Shout out Eartha Kit. Rest in peace, Rest Eartha Kitt. Rest in peace, Eartha Kitt. Just a goddess. She, she killed is. that role. She did. She did. And originally, when she saw the when she saw the script, she almost turned it down because a lot of stuff that was saying in the script. So uh -huh. they pretty much rewrote it and tailored it to her. So Eartha yeah. Kitt plays uh, pretty much Lady Eloise, and she's like the 
the, the name of the company originally. Yeah, she's getting actually getting phased out mm-hmm. for uh, Strong J for that merger. So Eddie Murphy is like, oh, this is who I need to be dealing with right. to get my, and say so he does that. Funniest part about him bagging Lady Eloise. That butler that she had. My boy, oh every my. time he got his chance, when he just knew what Lady Eloise was on. Yeah. And I that and that's that's black it's men like for you. It was he didn't even that's one of the funniest parts of the that's one of the funniest parts of the movie. Man. Like le, legit. Oh, somebody wants that's you. Me. Yeah. You Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I am so sorry. I thought I could that might be my watch going off. But anyway, yeah, so it's interesting because she's actually on her way out. And he decides, okay, this is what I need to be dealing with, so I'm going to deal with her. Mm-hmm. But then it doesn't work that way because, like you said, she's on the way out. So at this point, you know, my boy Marcus has already got his mind set on Jacqueline. I'm like, man, I want this girl. She's bad. I'm telling the homies this is who I want. I'm eyeing her. You know what I'm saying? We even have, like, a big gala event where they uh, introduce Strange. I'm telling her, I'm feeling you. I'm letting you know I'm feeling you. I'm feeling you bad. I'm feeling you deep, ma. <laughs> yeah. And she's just like, my, 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 my dude, chill. Like... We also got to mention that his homies are played by uh, Martin Lawrence and David Allen Griff. For sure. We also got to mention them. And uh, they have some very great comedic bits in there from his shit, from David Allen Griff's shit not working probably to Martin Lawrence (laughs) Lawrence being the young nigga around the old shit. Man, it's it's, it's such a, just a dope ensemble, dog. Right, 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 right. But my boy is eyeing in on Jacqueline. He finally gets the opportunity. Um, during a work trip to New Orleans, which I must say, if nobody's been there just yet, get your ass to New Orleans, one of my top cities right. to I've go to. I've never been there. I haven't played it on It's just such a lovely place. It's not the cleanest place. It's not the most beautiful place, but that culture. The best place, don't That culture. You feel that. So, hey, man, man, he got him some ass out there in NOLA, and he was, he was making sure he tried to get that. He was trying to stay cool, but Jacqueline was like, man, I think I'm going to get it to you now. Fun fact, fun fact. Uh, the scene that was shot in New Orleans, what was supposed to be New Orleans, was uh-huh. actually shot in Washington, D.C. Everything else was shot in New York, but that, that was shot in Washington, D.C. They could have just went to Washington, D.C. That's hey, a black-ass scene. It's a, it's a budget. Too. It might be a budget thing. It, it might be a budget thing. But yeah, I I, ironically <laughs> enough, we, we get to a situation where... Um, he's feeling her. He's really feeling her, but she's not. And by the way, she has great feet. She does. So that's, 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 that's great for him. So he's feeling her. She's not feeling him. She straight. She pretty much does the opposite of everything that he was originally doing. He says, I'm not, she's not, I'm not feeling you. This kind of, you know, she boomeranged it on his right. ass. This, to me personally, this kind of foreshadows that I don't need no man independent uh, era this right now. Go. So I, I'm focusing on my, my career, my work. You know, and it and it details the difference between him and her. He mm. lied a lot earlier. Now she's telling the truth, but she's pretty much doing the same thing, but telling the truth. And it's just interesting for Marcus to see a little splitting image of himself. Like she 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 uh messed up with with some tickets to a play, but she paid him back for it. She didn't show up to the play, so he felt like he wasted his money. But as soon as she came by the fuck on him. She gave him the money and he felt so used. And then she just stopped talking to him. Like when you get that boomerang can't coming right back at you, it can feel a little, it can feel a way. I don't think he realized that. I don't he think did he, not. He did not realize it at that moment. I think the mm-hmm. most, there, there was a moment in the movie. I'm going to tell you the moment in the movie where I, I, I felt it for him. 
They were sitting down watching a basketball game, I think it was. Oh, God. She was watching a basketball game. She was being she a showed more. She showed more interest in the basketball game than him. When that happened, I was like, okay, I feel for him. But I, I think it was another <laughs> character that had to show him the way he realized it. Mm. And, I, and that actually introduces a Holly Berry's character. Holly Berry is played right. by, well, Holly Berry character is, let me see, I forgot that. Her name is Angela. Angela, 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 Angela played Angela by show. Holly Berry. Who she's actually uh, Jacqueline's uh, assistant, mm -hmm. right? So she's just kind of, I'm not even going to lie to you, I don't like competing. Uh, to me personally, I would pick Holly Berry over Robin Gibbons. Yo, Robin I have Gibbons no idea for. why they had Holly Berry playing like the second fiddle chick. I was well, so I mean, confused. Career, but career-wise, she would have been second fiddle. They're both beautiful. Holly Berry, the homie chick. She would have been. <laughs> and it, that's, that's, that's movie making, that's filmmaking, that's yeah. storytelling because... You can't in real life. You can't. You can't. I mean, this has nothing to do with their personal lives at this mm -hmm. moment. But you can't tell me that this is just a homegirl at this point. No, you can't. But it's so funny because Marcus literally hooks him up, hooks her up with Gerard, right. David Alexander's character. Right. And it's so funny because you just know when shit don't like really mesh, when shit is not working out. They, you could tell that their vibe the entire time was just like a friendly vibe. You know what I'm saying? I, it, it, I, I feel like they could. I really felt like they could. I never felt I, like they broke the mold. I, I, she started I talking that Chinese. He was like, okay. Well, I mean, but it's just because she, I just She's didn't like, what think the fuck? She, she just wasn't funny. That, I'm not, I, she was not <laughs> She was corny. They, they, that was not funny. They, they but, played Holly. <laughs> but no, no, I, no, no, I mean, but that was, it wasn't funny to him, but it was funny in the movie. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I, I, I disagree. I feel like they would have had good chemistry. I think this, that kind of, kind of rivals, you know, real life a little bit. Yeah. But anyway, so like you said, they're kind of kicking shit. He pawns her off on her. And then they're kicking shit and you see it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, David Allen Greer got some a little girl. You know, that's what he was wanting. And I was feeling it. You said you weren't feeling it. I they, was felt, they felt such like friends and it was so funny. I nah, I Literally, the scene that made me realize that and just brought it home was mm -hmm. the changing scene, which is also one of the most funniest scenes. Shouts out to John Witherspoon. Listen, man, a Thanksgiving that just went awry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> a Thanksgiving that just went awry. Mm -hmm. So Angela's over there. Uh, Gerard's over there. Um... Uh, uh, who else is over there? I don't think the mom. Was. He played by BB Drake. The mom showed up. John Witherspoon showed up. Mm -hmm. uh, who else showed up? Who else showed up? Of course, Marcus is there. It's his fucking house. Yeah, so Martin's we're all there for Thanksgiving Everybody's dinner. There. You know what I'm saying? Everything's cool. The vibe is cool. Man, the parents gave us some of the greatest bits that still just funny as hell. The mushroom suit coming out and you done, everybody know you done fuck. Like everything that they did, it just shows you OGs always gonna be OGs. So I'm gonna throw some fun facts into uh -oh. it. If you notice, uh, the actress name is B.B. Drake that played mm -hmm. the wife. Shout out. Now, B.B. Drake, if you really, if you recognize, B.B. Drake is also the actress that played John Witherspoon's uh, wife in House Party when he's yelling out of the uh, window. Uh. And fast forward years later, She's also Miss Pearly in Friday After Next. It, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And the yeah, thing yeah, about yeah. that, and the thing actually about that, again, and we're going to wrap it up and go past the scene. The scene with John Witherspoon was not originally in the script. It actually had our, it, it wasn't shot until after the film had already completed. Mm. Right? And then, mm. um, actually, Eddie wanted him. The studio didn't want him in the movie. Wow. They didn't want, it was like, we don't, who is he? We don't want him like that. This was like shortly after. I mean, this is hindsight. Twenty hindsight is twenty twenty. This may have been right after, maybe before Friday. I can't remember. 
This is probably before Friday. So John was like, I want him in it. I want him to play David Allen Greer's dad, which is ironic because I don't think he was but 10 years older than David yeah. Allen Greer. Right. And I think B.B. <laughs> Drake may have been two years older than David Allen Greer. Crazy. So basically, he just said, hey, just Eddie said, we want you to come in. She was like, he was like, where's my scenes? Oh, wow. you're just going to ad lib everything. Just wow. show up. You show up. That's he talent. actually picked the costume. He picked everything. He picked wow. it himself. That's Basically, talent. he got to set. Eddie said, look, those are the producers. Those are the people right there. They don't want you here. I'm going to say this. We're going to say this. And it is probably one of the most quotable lines in the movie. And when you think about that movie to this day, and it's garnered like John Witherspoon's catchphrase. Bang, bang, bang. Bang, bang. Bang, bang, bang. We love that. We love that. Love to see it. What do you Rest say? I don't, uh, what do you say about the, ah, what do you uh, say about the pussy? I, um, I, be, I, he said, ah, ah, I got you, I got you. So Marcus. <laughs> Go ahead. They said, the girls at the office got you pussy whipped. Yeah. Don't be pussy whipped. Reverse that. Whip, whip that, that pussy. Put up. <laughs> Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, <laughs> let's go, man. I love it, man. I love it. He's an OG. He's so great. Oh god. All right. So back to this Thanksgiving dinner mm-hmm. that went awry. Everybody's now gone, and now Angela is left in the house with Marcus. They're supposed to be washing dishes. Helping out. So they wash dishes. I, I just don't see a scenario where I'm leaving my girl. I mean, yeah, it's with my buddy, but y'all work together, which is probably more of the reason he just he felt comfortable leaving him over there. But I like, come with me. Um, <laughs> like, see, come, I, come I see where you're going, but they're all so much. I can ha- I can actually sit here and help you wash these dishes too. Like, yeah, we can I mean, do this I think I, I think the whole th- I can see it. I don't I don't, yeah. I don't I don't have a I don't have a what you call on that, and I usually do. But yeah. they were all such friends. He pawned mm-hmm. her off on her. He had probably had to take his parents back to the airport or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, but that's yeah. where you do start to get the kind of them talking to each other, initiating mm-hmm. conversation, getting to know each other. So I, I don't know. I don't have a. I don't have a hesitation for that. But I can understand that. I can because yeah. that's what they real good friends. So I get that. So of course after washing these dishes, these niggas tired. You know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. slouched over on the couch and all this wooze waze. Mm-hmm. And now they they feeling it. They watching a little show. They trying to fall asleep. And now it turns into them looking at each other in each other's eyes, just gazing. And I think it's time to kiss you. And he says, "Yo." What, what, you should be doing this. And she's like, man, fuck that shit. I feel so. We I'm, back. Glad, I'm glad you're able to smile about this because the only person I felt bad for in this movie was David Allen Greer's character. I did not feel bad for Eddie Murphy that. or nobody in I feel movie. that. Right. My boy. Like, he. <laughs> I felt so bad. The, nah, the, the shit that made this shit so corny, dog. After you fucking with her, you fucking with Angela now. You meet up with your homeboy. You meet up with Gerard. Yo, yo, how you and Angela? Just a dirty Mac. I think, listen, ooh, when I you, When I tell you this is how stuff happens, really, like I'm telling you, I've, I was dealing with somebody. Ironically enough, we were all working together. And when it wasn't going too good, a friend of mine said, yo, f- forget her. Fuck her. Don't, don't worry about her. And then he ended up fucking her. Or maybe he was fucking around that same time. Yeah, I have a so backdoor pass. They used to call me backdoor back O. Backdoor O, yeah. It's probably because of Boomerang. <laughs> nah, if the that movies might be, I watched, man. It's very realistic. It's very realistic. I'll go with nobody saying. But, yeah. man, so so now my boy Gerard finds out. He's trying to ease his way into 
Hey, so y'all, okay, so y'all not good. Okay, so like, if she would have dated other people, like, would you be cool? Or, you know. He said, yeah, but he nigga started know. to figure it out. You know what I mean? Like, right. He said, yeah, but then he didn't like, realize. Exactly. He like, you realize your boy, and it's mm -hmm. like, damn. Like, now I know that my boy is dating somebody that it didn't really work out 100% with us, but I, I wasn't even able to see if it no. could have. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I feel like if I had, a, if I've had situations where my homeboy's ex-girlfriends was like digging me, feeling me, mm -hmm. and I was like, nah, you my ex-boyfriend, you my uh, my friend's ex-girl, so I wouldn't deal with you. Because niggas can say all they want. Oh, yeah. I don't care. Mm -hmm. yeah, you, you, you figure care. out they do. You figure you care. And ironically <laughs> enough, women have this kind of sense of like, something's going on. He's, he's, he's moving away. Because all of a sudden now, now Jackie gonna, wanna apply she, pressure. She, she back to apply pressure. Not like not because she really wanna fuck with him, but because she just wanna fuck him or something like that. She yeah. got she know that she got him wrapped around her finger. Here come this fool. Now back. he coming back. You know? Right. Oh, Marcus, you got it going on again. Like right. if a chick ever said you got it going on again, i Right. What are you talking about? What the fuck you talking I've been about? had this shit. And see, this is why I do. You got it going on again. And this is why I said I feel bad for David Allen Greer's character because he he had he had he ended up taking Shorty. Then the first sign of interest that Shorty shows him again, then oh, I'm going back. And I feel sorry for Holly Berry and David Allen Greer. So I was I really I was like fuck Eddie Murphy at this point. <sighs> so now of course Angela realizes that right, you've been stepping out on me with this with this, even though she knew. The situation. You just think that a person gonna change because of you. Sorry. Right. But you know what I'm saying? She finds out she, she you know, they not together no more. He in a doghouse, so they say. Right. And then um, the funny thing about that is, mm -hmm. um, damn, I keep forgetting Halle Berry's character's name. Angela. Angela. So Angela does this thing where she kind of kind of picks up when he, he goes back or while he was with her, he's kind of slacking at his job. So she mm. takes it upon herself to go to her boss to say, like, hey, whatever y'all got going on. She does it nicely, yeah. And she's looking at her like, bitch, do your job. Because, like, <laughs> to be honest, like, what this do she was not in she was, business. Right. She was not in her place. Because, to be honest, when you look at the, the grand scheme of things, she wasn't doing nothing wrong. She wasn't lying. She didn't do it. He lied constantly. She wasn't lying. And she's like, hey, man, mind your business. Yeah. So now we get to the point where, of course, Marcus wants a bag. He realizes I'm lost without you, which I must say, a movie is going to movie and it's going to movie fast. Mm -hmm. That nigga went from Jacqueline to I love Angela so quick. And I'm mm -hmm. just like, this, when this nigga started saying, yo, I can't breathe without you. Mm -hmm. I'm lost without you. I said, this nigga is still running the game in my opinion. No, no, you're In right. my opinion, no. I can't breathe without. Yes, you can. Stop saying stupid shit like that. Mm -hmm. No, I agree with you. I can understand. I can understand that. I mean, like you said, like I always say, a oh, movie go movie. That's what it's for going sure. Be. But, but my boy end up getting the back man. Of course, mm -hmm. the movie has to end on a high note. He leaves. He figures out that yo, Jacqueline is not is not where I need to be. I love that little moment because he thought he was gonna get him a little some some. She thought she was gonna get her a little some some, and he was like. Mm. I gotta get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> and she was like, "Well, well, why are you here if you really want to be? If you really want to be with her, why are you here with me?" Mm -hmm. I love. He said, "You know what? Exactly. 
And exactly. got the hell on smooth, yeah. man. Yeah, man. So he went to get his girl back in in such dramatic fashion, using them damn kids, man. That's how you got. I mean, got to use them. Why he not? used dogs in the beginning. Now he's gonna use kids. <laughs> he's still running the same game from the beginning to end. He did not learn. You, no, no. I mean, at this, I mean, it's, a, it's an element shit. of game that has to be used. Whatever you do. So I mean, it is what it is. At least he's not lying at this point. Oh God, he's not lying at this point. Oh so. man, those kids are really good too in the scene. Yeah, man. Ran. Especially the little girl, so yeah. So listen, everything ends on a high note. He gets his girl back and they together again, man. It's Marcus and Angela. It is what it is. And that's boomerang, y'all. Yeah. That's how that's how I go scene by scene breakdown, man. Yeah. What I will say, um, because I kind of wanted to let's get into the soundtrack right quick. Let's mm-hmm. do that. Let's do that. Cause that soundtrack is literally when we talk about boomerang, we talking about it being regarded as one of the top, not only just soundtracks, but top albums of all time. Mm-hmm. Just top bodies of work of all time. Mm-hmm. This Boomerang soundtrack. Listen, man, so many songs on this that I love. We started with Hot Sex on a Platter. Mm-hmm. Listen, it's man, there's so many songs on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the Johnny Gill song. Such great shit, mm-hmm. man. You, what are some other songs you got in there? Uh, my favorite, let's see, has been the Menaces. I've actually heard it. So, like I say, End of the Road, Boys and Men. We love that yeah, song. Yeah, they did have that on there. Uh, love should have brought you home tonight. You <laughs> know, the ladies love the song. Yep. And mm-hmm. the, ironically, ironically, I wonder had she written that song before she saw the movie because that's literally a line out of the movie. Mm. Holly Berry actually says that. Love should have brought your ass home. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you know hot sex, hot sex, actually. But I, what it looks like, a total of six songs actually chart on the, on the actual Billboard. So what I would say it's probably what yeah, six out of twelve. Six that's out half. of twelve. That's half the. That's, that's half, half the songs. Shit. That's half the songs, man. Of course, and I'm 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 surprised that hot sex was the dead last. So that's interesting to that. But yeah, it's a <coughs> iconic soundtrack, iconic mm-hmm. movie, so iconic. It, it lasts the test of time. So much so that, you know, back back in, what, 2018, 2019, they had a spinoff show with go. the children. I thought it was cool. It's pretty decent. And I'm not going to lie. I, I kind of wish that they would have saw it through a little bit. Right. No, I think the only connection there was was, I think, maybe Halle Berry produced it, mm-hmm. and which was cool. It wasn't bad. I mean, it was really a show where you could watch it. It could be its own thing. And I, For I, sure. I saw what For I sure. saw what it was coming, and I was like, yeah. okay, this it's not one of those situations where people say, oh, my God, you're killing it. No, it was not. <laughs> It was cool, and I thoroughly not, enjoyed the show for what I it was. It when it was on, I was like, "Wow, this is this is decent, man." I, mm-hmm. I like where they went with it. It was an interesting twist. I kind of, you know, we all wanted to see Eddie, but we yeah. all at least wanted to see Holly. We wanted to I see mean, somebody, but you for, know, for 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 Holly Berry to produce it, at, at least enough. she could have showed up. She, I mean, at least she could. <laughs> I don't recall if anybody. At least you could have showed up. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. I love I, I I love this movie, man. Like yeah. I said, it's literally in my top five of all time, man. I just the epitome of cool. Number I, one a, romantic movie for me. Yeah. Number two uh, romantic movie, romantic movies in general, maybe one. Mm-hmm. It's still lessons in this movie that I, I carry with me today. Like your feet gotta be your, your feet gotta be pristine. That's the number one lesson. This nigga. Like what's up, like, nigga. <laughs> but man we are done man let's go ahead and get up out of here listen man i thoroughly enjoy this kev i'm glad to be back at it mm-hmm. and we are back to being consistent man mm-hmm. um we are sorry but listen man life you know what i'm saying we back at it we bite we bite so 
It's been another installment of Blastic with me, Louis B, and your boy K Rob. Ready to go.